Welcome to Narrow Way to Broadway, a podcast for people of faith with a passion for the arts. Each episode is designed to foster community for the thespian and non-thespian and the believer and non-believer alike by navigating topics affecting the hearts, minds, and homes of artists everywhere. Thanks for joining. Hey, Narrow Way to Broadway. How's it going? Philip with you all today. And I just want to say before we get started with our interview that I have personally been so encouraged as I've been scrolling through our feed and seeing so many of you getting back into the theater. Come on. We are, are celebrating with you all. We are so proud of you and we are pumped to see so many of you starting new contracts or teaching or studying theater or getting involved in shows in your community. And I just want to keep this celebration going as we welcome our new guest and our new friend to the podcast, Morgan Harrison. She was most recently seen in Beetlejuice and Mean Girls on Broadway. And without further ado, let's welcome Morgan to our podcast. Oh, I'm so good. It is so, so great to have you on the podcast. And I was just telling you this before that, you know, when it came to when we were looking for someone for the podcast to kind of celebrate, you know, Broadway coming back, um, we weren't really sure who to ask. But one of our listeners came forward and was like, hey, I saw this girl. You should have her on the podcast. And we were like, she's amazing. Let's have her on the podcast. So here you are. um, And we are so, so excited you're with us today. Oh my goodness, thank you. And also thank you, listener, for um, shouting me out. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I love what you guys um, are doing with this podcast. And I can't wait to to chat about all things God and all things theater. Yes. All right. So where are you right now? Like, what are you what are you doing in life at this moment? Where are you spending this time? How's your quarantine time been? For sure. Um, well, I am currently in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, it's where I grew up, and I'm with my mom and grandma. Um, right when Broadway shut down last year and um, they announced quarantine and all of that, my mom and I decided to drive down from New York to Florida to be with my grandma during this time. And it has been such a blessing because over the past couple of years, I haven't really gotten to go home that much. And even when I did, I would only be home for a day or two before I got called back to New York to do some sort of audition or callback or whatever. And so this time at home has been such a gift. Um, and I've loved spending it with my family. Um, I've been dancing in my foyer. If anyone follows me on Instagram, I'm sure they've seen it. Um, <laughs> Um, which has been so great to still be able to dance during this time in my home, you know, still being creative. And I've also, during this time, found new creative platforms that I've loved exploring that maybe I didn't have time to before. Um, like, for example, voiceover work. I absolutely love voiceover work. I think it's so so cool. And I never had the time to really dive into what it was to learn all about it. And so I got to take a six week class um, through the growing studio, which was so much fun to just learn the basics of voiceover work and just to learn different aspects of our industry that I hadn't gotten the chance to before. So I've really been trying to just use this time to continue being creative at uh, and also at the same time, getting a chance to like rest my body and also growing closer to the Lord through Bible studies and church every Sunday. Um, 
shout out to Hillsong, New York City. Um, uh, and yeah, growing closer with God with my family um, as well. But we're about to move back up to New York in about two weeks. So I'm very excited to get back there and um, get to see friends and start dancing again. Yes. Um, and like you, like you were saying, Morgan, if you don't, I'm just going to say, if you don't follow Morgan on Instagram, go over because girl, you can, you can dance. <laughs> like, obviously you. You, you've been on Broadway, but you're, oh, it is so fun to, to, you know, watch your videos. And um, like when you're, when you've been home through this period, do you do a lot of choreography yourself? Have you been taking a lot of classes, a little bit of both? Like how have you been kind of keeping up? those skills during this time? Yeah, so I've been taking a lot of class through um, BDC. I've been so thankful for um, when they switched to virtual classes, because for the longest time, you know, that's what majority of us could do. Um, so I'm super grateful that they did that. Um, so I've definitely been taking a lot of classes um, over the you know past year and a half. And it's also been really fun too, because I've gotten to take classes that normally were during a show, uh, time and so I wasn't able to take their classes so I've really gotten into classes like Carlos Nito and Parker Essie and people who I have always wanted to take or different styles I wanted to take but never could so that has been super super fun um, and I never really did choreograph before um, but definitely during this time kind of similar to voiceover work I've started to use that part of my brain um, and really kind of start to dive into like what is my kind of movement if I was creating a show, if I was creating a piece, what would I do? And so it's been really fun. I also never taught class before um, this time. And over the last year and a half, I've gotten the chance to teach virtually for like different um, different studios. And I've been teaching master classes of Broadway choreo, as well as my own stuff, which was really cool to kind of test it out on people um, and kids and see you know okay that did work or that didn't work let's try this now so it's it's really been a fun learning experience during this time which has been such a gift to remain creative that way yeah that is that's really really cool and i'm excited to see how it how that continues to grow and develop because you know one thing i mean i'm not a i am a i am a mover i am a movers mover um, and I, you know, when I've been on contract and I've been away places or, you know, like where I am right now, there's never really been any option for me to like take class or to like, there's dance studios in town, but they're for girls that are like, you know, like little girls that are from five years old to, you know, high school <laughs> and the options of like these online classes, taking those classes are, are really cool. And I hope that's something that, um, you know, people are able to continue to do maybe in the future or like uh, but well I guess what I'm trying to get to like what would you recommend like while you were in shows while you were on Broadway like what how were you able to like continue growing as a dancer and to continue like learning because you you know you do the same dances over and over um, but yeah do you have any advice there or any any recommendations for how people like maybe they're not in the city or maybe they're um, you know somewhere working on a show. Totally. Um, my biggest thing, especially while doing a show, was even with the people in my show, you know, a couple of us, someone would have an idea for some choreo and they'd be like, mm. hey, can, you know, 
can y'all come up, you know, in the morning before we have two shows and like, let's play with this for an hour. And we were all like, yeah, let's do it. So, you know, it was, it was really cool to, um, still be with the people that you were with all the time, but to do different stuff. <laughs> it was yep. so nice. So yeah, I would say that if you're anywhere, uh, regionally, or if you're at home and have the ability to like meet up with a couple people, meet up with those people and just like play around with ideas and bounce ideas off of each other. And that's honestly how I did get, you know, get to stay creative outside of doing an eight show week, which was just meeting on our free time and just dancing some more. <laughs> Another yeah. thing that I did too was, um, you know, I would, if I knew, okay, you know, this contract was for 10 weeks. Um, for example, like my Mean Girls contract, it was for 10 weeks, you know, towards the end of my um, mean, time at Mean Girls, I started going to auditions again in the morning, you know, just for, you know, future projects and workshops that I could do during, you know, an eight show week as well. Some people do double duty, which they are truly superheroes. Um, but it, I love, I love auditioning. I consider it free dance class <laughs> and I get to, you know, learn from different choreographers and learn new material. And it helps me keep, you know, all of my, keep the sharpness in my movement and keep, um, it, it keeps me training with, you know, learning things quickly and all that jazz. So I love going to auditions. And so towards the end of contracts, if I was in New York or close to New York, I would go back and just start auditioning again, just because not even for the purpose of booking, but just for the purpose of, I've never gotten to be in a room with this choreographer. I would love to learn. Mm. And so I would go and just learn a dance for an hour. And like that to me brought me such joy. Um, so if you're in New York and you're towards the end of your contract, like go back and like auditions, you know, are basically like free dance classes. So I would do that a lot too when I wanted to, you know, try just do something different, you know, mix things up. Yeah. I love that so much. And just the thought that I kind of had like to backtrack a little bit with what you were talking about, about like getting with your friends and or your, your cast and saying like, hey, let's meet up this time and work on this thing. So uh, a thought that I just had initially is like, okay, what a great way to love people well that you're working with on contracts or love friends well um, that are fellow artists is to, you know, like let's get together and um, have this like intentional time where like, yes, we're dancing, but I can like truly spend time with you, get to know you and like love you well during this mm -hmm. time of us like learning and teaching together. Just oh a thought God. I had. That's pretty Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. No, yeah. I love that. And I would, I, I, I totally agree with you. You know, during um, my time at Mean Girls, um, one of my friends, Christine, in the show, we would once a week, it didn't matter what day, but once a week, we would make time either in between shows or before a show, and we'd go get hibachi because we both love um, Japanese food. And so we would go and just have Christine and Morgan time, you know, just talk, um, see how each other were doing, you know laugh with each other, eat good food. And then, you know, we'd go and do a show. And, you know, I, I loved that, you know, even, and also during Mean Girls, um, my friends, Brittany and Becca, uh, the three of us in between <laughs> shows, because we didn't have time to go to church beforehand. Sometimes we would run to church in between shows, go to church and then run back and go do our night show, you know? And so it was just, it was super fun to go, like you said, you know, outside of your show, 
actually get to know the people you're working with, especially when you jump into a show and you're not with people from the get go. Um, you know, being a replacement um, on Broadway, you know, you're coming into a family that's been with each other for a year plus. And so it's really cool to get to know people both in the show and outside the show. That's so cool. So what I, what I'd love to talk about now is, I mean, people just heard your bio about what you've done, but what led you to theater? Like what kind of led you into, um, you know, being on Broadway? Yeah. Um, I, I've always loved theater and I've always loved performing. Um, I have a huge personality and, um, a huge, um, I just, I love people. I love what people are doing. I just, I, I just, I love love. And so I love telling those kinds of stories and performing and all that. So my, uh, my family put me into dance when I was three years old. So from the get go, I've always been dancing, but what's really funny actually is that when I was three and I had my first dance recital, <laughs> my mom and dad would <laughs> looked at each other and were like, Oh, this is not her gift. Like this is not, this is, this isn't it. But I loved it so much that they kept me in it. And who knew that, you know, 20 years later, I'd make my Broadway debut dancing. And so, <laughs> and so I just find that so funny that from the get go or just initially they were like, I'm not so sure if this is what she's going to do, but <laughs> God said, no, no, this is it. Um, and so, yeah, I've always loved it. And, you know, growing up in Florida, I would just immerse myself into every possible theater thing I could find. Um, I, my uh, elementary school I went to, they would have summer theater camp every summer. And I went from like, I think age five to when I graduated that elementary school. And um, so I, <laughs> every year, I think one year, I can't remember what show we were doing. I think we were doing like David and Goliath or something. And so they were like, okay, like who wants to audition for the role of David? And I, or, and I'd raise my hand. And then they'd be like, who wants to audition for the role of Goliath? I'd raise my hand. Like I was just always like, they're like, who wants to be ensemble number 15? I'd raise my hand. Like I just like wanted to do everything. I wanted to try everything. I just wanted to, you know, just, I was all in. And so when I was 10, um, I went to New York for the first time with my mom and grandma. And the first Broadway show I ever saw was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And I'll never forget it because we were in the rear orchestra and at the end of the show, the car flew right over my head. And immediately I was like, yep, that's what I want to do. Done. And <laughs> I was like, this is it. And so ever since then, I've just, that's always been my dream. I've never wanted to do anything else. That was just always my goal was to perform in any capacity. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, I've always been a lover of theater and it just kind of has escalated and grown um, ever since I was younger. I love that. That is so fun. And honestly, like I identify so much with the, like the dancer, like, mm, yeah, yikes. That's probably not going to be it. Like for me, it was uh, as a kid, I think it's so funny. I was like a piano virtuoso as a kid. Like I'd look at a piece of sheet music and I'd have it memorized at like five yeah. years old. And everyone was like, what's up with you? And then I would like sing and people were like, mm, maybe not. I'd be in like a church play, mm, maybe not. And now here I am like singer, actor. I do kind of play the piano, but kind of suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> See, you just can never know. 
<laughs> you never but know. you never know you really really never know what's gonna happen <laughs> so uh, so you know being on broadway that's what a lot of people put as as they're like you know highlight of their life biggest dream that you could ever accomplish and you know what a great like worthy dream worthy goal to have um and you got to you got to do that was broadway kind of like a i'm guessing broadway was a big dream of yours as a kid like what was it like to kind of get to live that moment how like what was that like finding out that you were going to be in mean girls on broadway For sure. I mean, it was crazy. It has always been my dream um, to be on Broadway. It was definitely, you know, at the top of the bucket list. Um, uh, But yeah, and my road to Mean Girls was very interesting because I initially went in for the tour. And so I went in, you know, it was over the span of like two months. I made it to the final round and performed in front of Casey and Tina and, you know, the whole team and I went in probably like eight or nine times and I ended up not getting it. And I was definitely a little bummed just because I was, I loved it so much and I enjoyed, you know, the time I got to spend with them and to learn all that material. Um, But, you know, you just keep on keeping on in our industry. So um, I did. And I just, I knew that the Lord was going to put me exactly where he needs me. And so I, and that's kind of my philosophy with all auditions. You know, I look at it, you know, if I didn't get it, that means that the Lord doesn't want me there. And when I do the job, I'm like, okay, he has placed me here for a reason. And, you know, looking back on all my jobs, I've seen the reasons why, you know, that he has put me in a job and I'm just so thankful for it. Um, but what I've also learned from that experience too, is just because it's a no now doesn't mean it's a no forever. And I've also held um, that really close to my heart too, because then, uh, couple months later, um, I got a random email from my agent on a Tuesday that was like, Hey, um, they're looking for an immediate replacement for Mean Girls on Broadway. They want to bring you in. And I was like, absolutely. I'd love to. And so, uh, I come to find out that Casey just brought me back for the final callback. So I literally went in that Friday afternoon and I danced the exact same dances we danced before. I sang the exact same 16 part cut I sang before and Saturday um, in a Panera, I found out I booked it and Monday I started rehearsals. So literally those 72 hours were like the craziest 72 hours of my life. Um, but j- truly that experience taught me that just because it's a no now doesn't mean it's a no forever. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, reaching that dream, it was everything I thought it would be and more. It, it has been such a blessing in my life and I'll never forget it. My debut night, I had like, <laughs> I had like 15 people in the audience. So, so ha- uh, my mom and grandma and a lot of people came up from Florida to see it. And even friends in New York were like, surprise, I'm here. Um, so it, the audience was just on fire. It was so much fun. And I'll never forget during the number fearless, end of act one, um, the whole ensemble is kind of in the clump, uh, upstage and right before like the giant dance break. And I'm standing right next to, um, the dance captain, Brendan. And he looks at me and goes, Morgan, I want you to look out into the audience. And I want you to remember that you're here. You did it. You made it to Broadway and we are so proud of you. And I will never forget that moment because I did, you know, you, as a performer, you really get the chance to like, stare at the audience and this was a moment where literally you had a solid 15 seconds to just look out and see 
the packed house. And it, I, I will never forget that image because it was just so impactful. And it was a moment of like, I did it. I'm here. What a blessing. Like, thank you, God. Like, I just, I couldn't stop saying thank you because I was just so amazed by the view that was um, staring me in the face. And so that was such a gift. Um, and every, every night, every show I've done on Broadway has been so amazing and so much fun and just filled with so much joy and laughter. And also what I love too, is that, you know, I feel like when people reach their dream, they're kind of like, now what, <laughs> you know, because you've been thinking about this and dreaming about this and working for it, you know, your whole life that when you get there, you're like, huh, okay. You know, now you have to find a new dream. But what I love about Broadway is that there are so many dreams within this dream that, I mean, Broadway will forever be my dream. Uh, anytime I get the chance to step on a Broadway stage, that is a dream come true and such a, a, a blessing from God. But I um, I now have like new dreams within it. Like I want, I want to swing a show. Um, I love, swings are such rock stars and I would love the chance to, to try it out. My brain kind of works in that swing uh, way. I love learning things. I love learning things quickly. I love learning, you know, kind of like before when I was younger, like I want to play everybody, you know? So I would love to take a crack at swinging. I would love to take a crack at being a dance captain. I admire them so, so much. You know, I'd love to understudy a role, a, a leading role. I'd love to be a part of a show from the ground up, you know, do the out of town tryout to, you know, the OBC cast and, you know, to do all the morning shows and the Tony awards, you know, so there's, there's and a recording. So like, there's so many new dreams within my dream that I'm so excited to hopefully, you know, if the Lord's willing, you know, I get the opportunity to do all of those things. So that that's what I'm really looking forward to as well in the future is to, you know, not only I pray, you know, get the chance to go back on Broadway, but also to, you know, try out all of those new things as well. Gosh, I love that. That is so, so good. And yeah, it, it can always, it can always be a dream. Your dream doesn't have to, you can do it and it can be that dream still. That is mm -hmm. such a cool, cool, cool mindset to have about that. Um, so being on Broadway, I, I know a lot of people are like, okay, what's like your favorite show you've ever done? Like, what's your favorite character you played? Um, for you, what was the thing that surprised you the most about being in a Broadway show? Um, Beetlejuice, Mean Girls, whatever, both of them. What surprised you about it? I think what surprised me the most was because I, I know you always hear about, you know, Broadway being such a small community and yada, yada, yada and all that. And I just I, I think I was so surprised by how much of a family this community is. And, you know, obviously in our industry, you get so close to the people that you work with and all of that. And kind of like I said before, I was a little intimidated coming into um, at Mean Girls. I was a little intimidated coming into a cast that had been with each other, you know, for two years, two and a half years. And I was mm -hmm. a medical leave replacement. And so I was like a little nervous to come in and just be like, hi, <laughs> just kind of like step into this show. That is, I had never done that. You know, I'd only done regional theaters or I had done a cruise ship and I had done, you know, a, a tour, but I had done the rehearsals with them. I had done the tech with them. You know, you, you all met each other and you all created this show together. And so this was totally. my first time stepping into a show that was already built, 
that was already, you know, a well-oiled machine. And so I think I was most surprised by just how much of a family it is. They both at Mean Girls and Beetlejuice just welcomed me with open arms and were so kind and just helped me every step of the way. And I was very fortunate with Mean Girls that I joined the cast with three other people. So I was in rehearsals with not just myself, um, which was super, super cool. But two of us, it was our Broadway debuts. And then two of us, uh, two of them were, you know, second to like, seven show seventh show on Broadway you know so Mm -hmm. they were you know very very seasoned and then there was me and my friend Aaron who you know this was our Broadway debut this was our first experience with everything so it was really cool even from the get-go in rehearsals to learn from the people who had been there for so long and to also see you know us too being you know so just fresh-faced and like ready to just like take in everything that we could and truly everyone was so kind and was so sweet and immediately just like like I'll never forget um Kate Rockwell it was I think I was it was my like first week there it was I was only there for a couple shows and she was like hey we're all going out to pizza afterwards want to come and I was like yeah, like it, it truly did feel like one of the popular girls was like asking me, you know, to like go eat with them. I was like, yeah, I'd love to. And so, you know, going out with the cast and getting to know them, like they just, all of them were so kind and funny and brilliant. And I just learned so much from them. But it true, Broadway is truly such a, a family. Um, and it's a family that I'm very blessed to be a part of. Um, and it's been such a gift in my life. So I think that probably surprised me the most was, you know, you hear that it's a small community, but to actually experience the family aspect of it was such a gift. Oh, yeah, that is really cool. I loved what you were saying um, earlier in the interview about how like you would go to to church in between shows sometimes, which is just so (laughs) funny to think about. I love that. Um, But kind of a thought that I was having, like, has there been anyone in your life that's like encouraged you in your walk as or walk with God as well as like your career as an actor. I, I'm guessing these friends are people that that did that for you. But um, is there are there like other people that you look up to in your life that did both things? For sure. Um, hands down, my mom and grandma um, have been there are two such wise, wonderful, godly women who have always um, led me down Christ's path. And um, it's been the three of us um, ever since I was 11. And so we really are such a, we're we're such a tight knit family. And they're also my best friends. And especially during quarantine too, you know, I'm just, it was such a a God thing that, you know, we got the chance to spend quarantine and the pandemic together because, you know, we were there for each other. We were there, you know, when one of us was having a hard day, the other two would come up beside um, her and we'd be like, all right, let's get in the word. And then, you know, another day after church, you know, the message, you know, really spoke to one of us and, you know, we would start crying or, you know, we, you know, something, it would bring something up in us and the other two would come aside, uh, come alongside and encourage, you know, you, just between the three of us, we all kind of are, are 
accountability partners and really come together and uh, walk on God's path together, which I'm so, so, so grateful for. I truly do not know what I would do without um, those two lovely ladies. And they've also been so supportive from the beginning about what we do. Um, it is, which has been such a blessing in my life. I mean, they are, they're amazing. They, I, I'll never forget when um, my mom and I decided that we were going to move up to New York. Um, I had been doing Joffrey um, jazz and contemporary summer programs for a couple years. And it was my, it was after my sophomore year of high school, I got accepted into their year round program. And we were coming back from a dance convention from Orlando and we were driving and I just turned to my mom and I was like, I don't know why, but I really, I really feel like the Lord's telling me to go. Like, I just, I have a, I don't know. I just have a feeling that like, you know, God's telling me to go to New York right now. And she went, all right, let's pray about it. And let's, let's talk to him about it. And so we did, we prayed about it right then and we continued to pray about it and we decided to go up and really that has totally built me into who I am today is deciding to take that leap of faith with my mom and move up to New York city, you know, at 16 years old. And she also <laughs> at that time too, when we moved up to New York, she kind of became my agent in the sense of like, she would help me look up dance classes and help me research choreographers because, you know, mm -hmm. I, I really didn't know anything at the time. And so it was all a big learning experience and she learned right alongside me and she would help me look up auditions and she was like, Oh, you could do this one after school or like, Oh, you could, you know, go to this one and instead of this one and like, Oh, this sounds like a good fit for you. You know, she just, she learned the business with me and she was totally supportive of me going to college for musical theater. And then when I decided, you know, to leave school and move back to New York, she was like, all right, let's find you an apartment. You know, like she was just mm. so supportive every step of the way. And my grandma too. I mean, they have never missed a show, any of my shows on tour, on the ship, on regional contracts, my Broadway debut, they were right there in the middle of the orchestra. Like they have always cheered me on. They have always supported me and have always led me down God's path. And it's just, they are some of the most amazing women I have ever met. And I am truly blessed to have them as my mom and grandma. Oh gosh, that's so good to hear. And I just want to like take a moment and, and honor the theater moms and the theater dads out there that I know we have a couple of them that listen to the podcast. Yeah. But those of you that like, everyone give your theater mom and dad or theater, your, your, theater parents, whoever they are, a big old hug, send them a text and tell them you love them um, because they are forces. <laughs> we are. And, forces. and my mom sacrificed so much so that I could live out my dream. And that's something that I, you know, could never replace, you know, and that is such a gift. So yeah, shout out to all the theater moms and dads. You are rock stars. And yes. And <laughs> yes. And I don't want to discredit like sports parents at all. Sports parents Not are amazing. The They've got a whole like th that is a whole amazing world. Um, but when I'm, I think about like what my parents did, like what they sacrificed to do community theater, like I wasn't getting paid. They were literally like it was pay to play, you know, basically yeah. <laughs> growing up. And, you know, they would sit in the parking lot until 1130 because I decided in high school that I was going to be in Les Mis. So I left the home at 6 45 they dropped me off at school and then 
11.45 at night, I'm coming out of my community theater rehearsal of Les Mis, you know? So it's, oh it's a massive commitment and I'm so grateful for my parents. And I, I kind of feel, feel the need to say right now that uh, maybe you don't have those per- people in your life. Maybe someone listening right now and didn't have, um, you know, maybe parents that were super supportive um, of them and in, in what they, they're doing. They're like creative and artistic um, pursuits, but there are spiritual and creative mothers and fathers out there that I'm sure have had an impact on you um, and on your life. If you, if you haven't had any of those people in your life, I'm praying that they come into your life. Um, but yeah, there's people out there that really care about you and um, your creativity and mm-hmm. your spiritual walk and your walk with the Lord that are going to encourage you and build you up. So Amen just felt the need to, to share that. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love that. And also I want to point out too that if anyone ever needs a theater mom or a mom in general in New York City, hit up my mom on Instagram. Truly, she is. Um, she lives in New York with me. Um, she's one of my roommates. And actually, moving back up, my grandma's moving up too. So I'm going to have the whole family in New York City, which I'm so excited. Yeah. But um, it's truly been such a gift to have my mom and now my grandma up in New York too, because, you know, a lot of my friends, you know, being away from home, you know, they don't have family close by. And so yeah. having someone like a, a motherly figure to talk to, you know, having a home cooked meal by my grandma, you know, like little things like that, I, I'm so grateful for. And they just impact so many people's lives. And there's, there's such a blessing. And truly, I mean it when I say, if anyone in our industry ever needs someone, a motherly figure to talk to, um, please do not hesitate to talk to my mom, because she is the best and will totally um pray for you lift you up um and help you in any way you need amen come on i love that um my favorite question to ask on every single episode um is what's something god has been teaching you recently morgan oh all the things <laughs> he really has been yeah. teaching me all the things lately. <laughs> Um, But definitely um, one, especially during this time, um, during quarantine, he placed a word. I've never had like a word of the year before, um, but he really placed a word on my heart this year and um, it's transform. And I really feel like over the past year and continuing on to this year, he really has transformed my life and renewed my mind and renewed my spirit. Um, Because before the pandemic, I was constantly, you know, go, 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 going. And um, I think he really, when the pandemic hit, he really was speaking to me and said, Morgan, let's slow down, fix your eyes on me. And I, I did, I slowed down. (laughs) And I fixed my eyes on him. And it has made all the difference. Um, My church Hillsong uh, has three words. Um, our global senior pastor has three words that, um, he's used, um, constantly throughout this year and rescue, restore, rebuild. And I really feel like that the Lord has done all of that and more for me during this time. I mean, he, he rescued me physically because before this time, my body was kind of at the point of breaking just because I was pushing it so much. And I hadn't learned the concept of rest 
<laughs> yet. And so, you know, the Lord rescued me physically. He allowed that time to rest. He allowed my body to heal during this time. He restored me mentally. You know, there were a lot of things that, um, a lot of thoughts that I needed to process, honestly, from throughout my whole life. Just things that I had maybe pushed down, pushed aside, didn't really process in my mind. And he allowed all of those to come up to the surface so that we could process them together. And so he really restored me mentally and he's rebuilt me stronger spiritually. I really feel like I, before the pandemic, I wasn't, he wasn't number one the way he should be in my life. Mm. Um, you know, I, I was going to church on Sunday, um, you know, before shows and whatnot, but then, you know, I, I wasn't in the word as much as I should have been. I wasn't talking to him as much as I, um, should have been. So I really feel like this time as well, I've gotten to know him more. Um, and I've really gotten to get into his word. My, um, family and I, we've been doing, um, it's this app called through the word. If you've never heard of it, it's incredible. It literally has all the books of the Bible chapter by chapter. They, they just go through the entire Bible and have like little, like 10 minute Bible studies. And so we've been doing that. We've decided we wanted to read through the Bible. And so we're just finishing up Acts. So we're almost done with the New Testament. That's we've, we've done the whole New Testament um, over the past year. And that has been so cool to really dive into the word and really to learn more about God, more about what he's done in people's lives and just to soak up all of his truth and all that information. Um, it has totally rebuilt me, uh, stronger spiritually. And that's really what I, um, I've been so grateful for during this time has been what he's done in my life. That is so, so good. What were those three words that, um, Brian Houston, right? Yeah. 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 Um, it was yeah. rescue, restore and rebuild mm, that is so good and what a i don't know a parallel to i feel like what's happening in the lives of so many artists in the theater community right now Absolutely. like yes this is a very painful time for a lot of people um whether it be you know things that are happening socially um politically in the world right now, but also I, I think everyone is going through, whether you're a person of faith or not. I mean, as people of faith, we believe, you know, that, that this is, a, we have spirits that are, you know, battling constantly against, mm -hmm. you know, something. And it, it's very clear um, that those three things are, are something that I feel like God is really teaching maybe just us as Americans, maybe the whole world about through what we've walked through at this pandemic and what we're continuing to walk through and what, you know, it's going to continue out after this season is over, but I'm really excited about this restoration um, and rebuilding, mm -hmm. you know, that I feel that's coming, especially in the world of, of the arts. I feel like there's just amazing, amazing things that are going to come out of, um, out of what we've just experienced. Oh my goodness. But, yes. Amen to that. Yeah. Gosh, well, it's been so good to have you today, Morgan. Um, what a blessing it's been to hear from you about your life and your relationship with the Lord and what he's been teaching you recently. Before we go, I'd love for uh, our listeners to know how they can figure out what, like connect with you more, learn what you're up to, um, any social media or anything like that. 
absolutely. Feel free to follow me on Instagram. It's at Momo in NYC. Um, yeah, I post there all the time. Feel free to message me about anything, about theater, about um, my walk with Christ, about anything like that. I don't hesitate to reach out. Um, I love talking with everybody and um, talking about all things God and theater. So absolutely. Yeah. Feel free to shoot me a message there and follow me. Um, and thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Uh, this has been such a joy and it's literally made my day. So thank you so, so much. Oh, well, thank you again. And um, I just feel like the word that you have for the for the year with transformation, I can I can tell in your voice, in your story, in the way that you speak about what God's done and is doing in your life, that God's doing an amazing work in you and that he's, you know, transforming you into an even more powerful, even stronger daughter. Um, and I'm so excited to keep up with you and to watch more of those killer dance combos. Go follow her on Instagram. And uh, we're so thankful for you, Morgan. And we hope to talk to you again sometime. Thank you guys so, so much. This was an absolute blast. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Narrow Way to Broadway podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe. We release new episodes the first and third Monday of the month. For more information on what we're up to, follow us on Instagram at InwayBWay. 